Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. and liberating the real you. We pray that your day has been awesome. We pray that your day has been great, powerful. I know it is because you are made in the image and the likeness of God. So therefore, God is great. God is awesome. God is powerful. And that means you are. As he is, so are you right now, present tense, in this world. We like to uh, uh, give out a toll-free number uh, to those who uh, desire to call in today. Our toll-free number is 877-537-3321. And uh, our regular call-in guest number is uh, 347-237-5493. If you desire to just call in and just uh, listen in, that's our uh, guest call-in number. But if you have questions, it is uh, area code. Matter of fact, I won't be able to even answer any questions because I'm <laughs> traveling. So you probably hear a lot of background noise. I want to apologize for that on yesterday as well as today. Uh, we've been in conference all uh, week long, Tuesday, uh, matter of fact, it ends today. But we're traveling uh, on the way back to South Florida. So, therefore, we want to apologize. So, if the if the clarity is not as good as it normally is, because we use behind closed doors when we are sharing with you, dialoguing with you. So, therefore, we want to apologize for that. But once again, if you uh, well, can't give you no uh, can't call in for any questions, because I can't see anything or hear anything. But our uh, guest call-in number, those that really desire to just call um, call in and just uh, sit with us, uh, once again, our uh, call-in guest number is Erico 347-237-5493. Also, we have uh, on our website, those of you desire uh, prayer requests, uh, want us to pray with you, war with you, battle with you. That's one of the graces and anointing that's upon our lives in this ministry. We believe in the supernatural intervention, moving ways and sways of the Spirit of God. We believe that God want to break through on your behalf. The disciples one day said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. He said, pray this way, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you noticed, uh, you never heard Paul pray that prayer. Peter never prayed that prayer, repeated in, in, in the epistles. Why? Because the kingdom has already come. Now it's up to you and I 
to stand in agreement with the will of God in heaven for the kingdom of God to bring heaven's or to manifest heaven's will in your life and my life. The kingdom of God is here because there is a king that wants to rule and reign in his kingdom. Will you become a part of his kingdom so the king can reign in your life? Matter of fact, one of the uh, speakers in the conference was sharing about the kingdom. I I like the way he uh, brought this out uh, concerning the kingdom. He made a statement that whoever you obey reveals who is your king. It's not not me confessing who I obey, who I follow, reveals who is king over my life. When he made that statement, I thought it was very interesting that uh, uh, I taught on this years ago, Jesus, or you, I'm sure you have read it, in John 8:44, Jesus was rebuking the scribes and the Pharisees. And he made this statement. He said, you are of your father, the devil. For the will of your father, you will do. There's no magic to this thing. The will of your father, you will do. So there's two kings. That's King Jesus, and there's King Satan. Uh, But that wasn't the point he was bringing out. The point he was bringing out concerning the kingdom even though it's not what I want to share today, but you know how we are, how God deals with us. He wants to encourage someone today. For the kingdom of God is like yeast. What do yeast do? Yeast influences the dough. Yeast is alive. And matter of fact, it is the only live part of the bread, the dough, rather. The dough itself, the flour is dead. The ingredients that you put in it is dead. Yeast is the only thing that is alive that calls the bread to be activated, that calls the bread to become alive. Uh, It changes the whole texture of the bread, the smell of the bread, the taste of the bread. It changes everything because it influences the whole dough, lump, dough, whatever you want to call it, the kingdom of God. The majority of us say we have the kingdom, but the kingdom of God is not meat, drink, uh, but it's peace, righteousness, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Luke says it this way, for the kingdom of God does not come with observation. No one would be able to say, lo here, lo there, but the kingdom of God is within you. So if the kingdom is within me, then the kingdom should be influencing me. He said the kingdom of God is like yeast. If you put a little bit of yeast in dough, it's going to spread throughout the whole dough. Has the kingdom of God spread it throughout my dough? 
Has the kingdom of God influenced my human spirit? Has the kingdom of God influenced my soul, my mind, my heart, even my physical body? For what reason? What is the purpose of the kingdom of God saturating and permeating me? It does the kingdom of good just to spread throughout me to affect change in me if it doesn't affect change in someone that's connected to me. My city, my family, my region, my community, my church. If that is not taking place, then the kingdom of God, then think about it, is in me in vain. And if yeast is dead, then yeast is no good to bread. Yeast, once again, is the only living portion of the bread. It's alive. And it feels an effect change. The bread is experienced transformation through the influence of the yeast. Is the kingdom influencing me? That those that are around me is being influenced? We need to think about that. There's some very powerful things, uh, powerful uh, 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 declarations that God, three charges that God gave us uh, in this conference. And I want to probably touch a little bit about that because I think it would be a blessing to you today. Uh, but let me give you our schedule. I have a chance to get on ahead of myself. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we have shifted our time from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's Mondays and Tuesday. Mondays and Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 1 p.m. What is it? 1, 6 to 7. <laughs> From 6 to 7. And on uh, Thursdays, you have Prophet Catholic Kingdom Women Living for the King. I hope you enjoyed that uh, uh, the broadcast on yesterday. A powerful message challenging the women to become kingdom women. Not to focus on the external, but the internal. It's the internal that is lasting. Your external is experiencing death according to the word of God. But the inner man is being renewed day by day. So it's also a message on, on, on yesterday. I pray that you received that. On Wednesdays at 1 p.m. is the Master Key, the Order of Kingdom Relationships. The Order of Kingdom Relationships. Kathy and I used to come together and we sharing in areas of relationships husband and wife, parenting, and this is, this is vital. We need kingdom marriages in this last day and time, kingdom families to affect change in this realm. The kingdom of God has come to this earth that the will of God will be done and performed. But all of us understand and realize that God does absolutely nothing unless you and I give him permission. And that's one of the reasons we're not seeing great things in the earth realm, because we're not giving God permission. We're not giving the Holy Spirit liberty, free course of free reign. 
He's trying to do this. But the greatest hindrance to God doing great things in us and through us is we love ourselves. Self is the greatest enemy, not Satan. Isn't it amazing the Bible says that Jesus in Hebrews, I think it's 9, 14, that Jesus partook of flesh and blood that he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Isn't that amazing? That Jesus has already conquered and defeated Satan. Interesting. He turns around and says in Colossians chapter 2, I think verse 14, or 15, that Jesus spoiled or disarmed principalities and powers and made a show of them triumphing over them in it. Wow, he took care of the devil. He have disarmed principalities and powers. First John 3, 8b says, For this purpose was the Son of God made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Interesting. Jesus has conquered Satan. Jesus has stripped the principalities and the powers of their authority. Because remember when he rose from the dead in Matthew 28, that he rose with all authority in heaven and in earth. That means Satan don't have any authority. The principality of power has no authority. That means they have absolutely no right to exercise power. The only way they're able to exercise power is because they found somebody in the earth that would agree with them to give them authority in their life and through their lives. So 1 John 3, 8b says, For this purpose was the Son of God made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. What is the works of the devil? Sickness, disease, poverty, lack, famine, confusion, division, separation, divorce, rebellion, anger, unforgiveness, resentment, Perversion, lies, you 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 name it, he's dealt with the works of the devil. Then he goes on in Romans chapter five in uh, chapter eight. He did it in six, five, six, seven, and eight, four, five, six, and eight. But Romans eight three says, but what the law could not do and that it was weak, God sent his, uh, sent his own son, excuse me, yes, there it is, and the likeness of sinful death, sinful flesh, death, uh, sinful flesh, and condemned sin in the flesh. The Bible said Jesus died to sin once, and he died no more. So Jesus has conquered Satan. Jesus has conquered principalities and powers, dismantled them, stripped them of their authority. Jesus was manifested. 
He have taken care of the works of the devil. And Romans 6, 6 tells us that he have defeated and conquered sin in the flesh, as well as Romans 8 and 3. So Satan, principalities and powers, the works of the devil, and sin, and death, and death, according to Hebrews 9 and verse 14. Wow. Sin has been taken care of as well. Satan, death. He's taken care of the principalities and powers, the works of the devil. But what would that leave left to be dealt with, to be conquered? Only one thing, self. He did not conquer self. He did not defeat self. So that means that if all this activity, all of these things that is transpiring in my world, in my realm, in my community, is a result of self. Yes. That's what he says. And selfish your soul. That's why your soul have to have experience salvation. The Bible talks about soul salvation. Now, that's interesting. Jesus made a very powerful statement. If any man that will come after me, let the man first deal with himself. He got to deal with himself. Take up his cross and follow me. And the only way man can deny himself is by taking self, allow the Spirit of God to lead self to the cross. If self is not dismantled, it's going to constantly interfere in the will of God, the purpose of God. He's going to mess up his destiny. You can never really discover his destiny as long as self is in the way. So that's my responsibility. It's not God. It's mine. Because self, the soul, occupies my will, the power of choice. Choose you this day whom you are going to serve. So to die to myself is the power of choice. That means, once again, you can't do this on your own accord. So what the Holy Spirit is going to do, he's going to orchestrate a situation of death every day. Paul said, I die daily. I die to my will. I die to what I want. I die to my emotions and my affections. I die to self-protection. I die to self-exaltation. I die to every realm of self. Self is 
the number one enemy to E.J. McKenzie and everyone that is listening to me and everyone that's in the world. Not Satan, not demons, not my spouse, not my children, not the congregation that God has graced me to shepherd, not my spiritual sons and daughters. The number one enemy to E.J. McKenzie is self. When I began to protect myself, I failed. When I defend myself, I failed. Because every time, I'm going in, uh, I, I really had no attention going this route today, but, but the Spirit of the living God is speaking to us today. Every time I attempt to defend myself, Protect myself, what I just did, I just canceled, missed out, and lost out in an opportunity to experience the Holy Spirit, to experience the Lord Jesus Christ, to experience the Father as my protector, as my shield, both the high tower and stronghold. I just missed out. The scripture clearly says, Jesus makes this very powerful statement, if a man seeks to save his life, he's going to lose it. And every time you try to defend yourself, you just lost your life. You just lost it. You had an opportunity to experience life, but you just lost it. You just blew the opportunity to experience resurrection life. He who seeks to save his life shall lose his life. Every time God has me in a situation that he wants me to experience supernatural provision. But I call up daddy, I call up mama, I call up brother, I call up sister. I just canceled an opportunity to experience supernatural provision. Oh, we love quoting the scripture, 24:19. But how many people have ever experienced Philippians 4:19? Very few. Because they won't let they, they they refuse to allow the spirit of the living God to lead them to experience supernatural vision. You want to know why? Because you find a way out. You always find provision for yourself. You you find something somebody. Had a young lady. Uh, uh, my wife was mentoring, and she uh, uh, experienced supernatural provision. Now, this young lady is intellectually astute, and usually people intellectually inclined, those are the hardest people for God to break through. 
They analyze everything. It got to make sense. If it's God, very analytical in their thinking. It was time for her to pay a rent. Had absolutely no money. That particular day was the deadline. She called her parents, which live in another country. And when she called her parents, the phone system was shut down. She called her sisters. She couldn't get a hold of nobody. She said right then she made a decision to fall on her face and say, God, if you out there, paraphrase how she said it, I said it verbatim, I need you to show up for me today. Her uh, landlord called said, give me to 5 o'clock. Didn't know where, couldn't get a hold of nobody, couldn't contact nobody. Every person that she thought she would be able to borrow some money for, God closed the door. Is it possible when God closed doors for you that he's working behind the scenes for you? But you call him the devil. As you start going to spiritual warfare, I bind, 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 you cannot bind God. So every door that appears to be closed isn't the enemy. God is setting you up to encounter him. He's setting you up to experience him. Then all of a sudden, the young lady got a call from a client that she did some work for, I think, a year before. Just out of the blue. A year. The lady hadn't paid in a year. And she said when the lady called, she, she couldn't recognize. She, could, she wasn't familiar with the lady. But the lady came over and brought her the money. It was enough for her mortgage. And said so when she saw the lady, she still didn't remember the lady. That's what I'm talking about right there. And watch this right here. I guarantee you, if she was able to communicate with her parents or her sisters, the Lord would have never dropped this uh, her in this young lady's heart that brought the money to her. Would have never happened. Would have never happened. But when she fell on the face and began to trust God and watch it around. After she got the money, she called her parents, parents, and the phone system was back up, and the parents said, the phone system was never down here. God divinely intervened and cut the phone system, disconnected her ability to contact her parents because God wanted to show her something. And she's living by faith. And because she made a decision that she's going to trust God and live by faith, and watch it right here. She said another key word. She said God led her. Now she's a a, a, a uh, ghost writer, and uh, she do something else. Uh, 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 do grants 
for people, grants, ghostwriter. She said the Lord said for her to sow her time to certain people. That's told her to do that, the sow her time. That don't make any sense. This is her livelihood. The sow time? But how am I going to get money for my mortgage? How am I going to take care of my child? But she starts, she just stepped out and obeyed God. Obey God. Someone else called her or came by, I don't forget how it went, but someone else came and sold a 2009 debt free, fully loaded. PT Cruiser. <laughs> no mortgage payments. But are you hearing the Holy Spirit today? You 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 gotta understand that God is setting you up, but many times it appears to be negative. You've got to understand. I I believe this right. I'm sure this was a group of pastors uh, uh, uh last year when uh uh everyone experienced economic uh challenges. And they say, I'm being challenged, being challenged, being challenged. I said, well, I believe this here. That's everybody being challenged. I'm in relationship with that I know. But I believe that God will always put challenge your natural, my natural. And I'm a witness to that in order for you and I to experience the supernatural. See, what we want, we want to experience the supernatural when, when the bank account is full, when all the bills is paid. Everything is all right. Everything is in alignment. There's no pressure nowhere. We want to experience the supernatural. Well, you don't qualify. You don't need the supernatural. You're fully loaded in the natural. You have everything you need in the natural. There's no demand. You can't put a demand. It won't work because you already have it. The only way that the supernatural will work for a man that is fully uh, established in the natural is a man that lives totally submitted to the Spirit of God with his natural. He has delivered his natural into the hands of God. And God said, get us away, get us away, get us away, get us away, get us away. And it happens. The supernatural. God is blessing you. God is setting you up to receive the manifestation of that which God has promised you. Pat Francis, Dr. Pat Francis, is a uh, tremendous uh, uh, woman of God. Uh, she uh, uh, have a church in Canada and uh, very poor at one particular time. I heard a little bit of her testimony. Well, she lived on the streets, eating out of garbage cans. But God has done a supernatural work in her life at this present time. She has a passion for people. She's a multi-millionaire. God has raised her up where she ministered the country. She could fill the countries. And, and it's all about the gospel. She do not put 
people in a situation to develop a welfare mentality. But she let them know how special they are to God, that they are royalty. She helped them to develop faith. And these people's lives have been radically changed because of the application of the word of God. See, Dr. Francis is not a hearer, but she's a hearer and a doer of the word. And she has experienced transformation in this area. And this is the key. She made a statement that when you have a passion to be a blessing, God will make it happen. See, a lot of people want to be a multimillionaire to hoard up for themselves. They don't have a passion to help nobody. They don't really want to see people's lives transformed. They want their lives to be transformed. She has become a conduit that God can channel things through her to people and to nations. But it's by faith. She's a part of the Millionaire's Club there in Canada. Uh, 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 God's just doing some awesome, powerful things. Uh, God connected her to countries. Every country she's going to, she ends up uh, uh, working some kind of business deal, going to the preach. But God opened up the door to her, to the, to the, the, the either the president of that country, some high official in that country to work business. Uh, first time I ever heard of had a contract with one particular Africa, African country to import, export uh, a jet fuel. Uh, I think another one was, I think, sugar, something they say. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I love the mentality. She made a statement that there's a millionaire in one particular church she went to, and and she was talking about the the, the mentality that Christians have. We're satisfied. We're satisfied with the poor. We're satisfied having a poor mentality. The testimonies is that from a poor position. And, and and if a rich man is in the church and listening to this right here, it's going to make the rich man feel guilty. And when she went in there and started challenging the thinking of the people, the rich man came to her and said, you set me free. He said, I could not say anything in this, in, in this particular church of what God has done in my life because of the mentality of the people. They praise uh, testimonies of defeat. Testimonies of failure, testimonies of poverty, then testimonies of prosperity. Our minds got to change. We got to get this thing down pat. We got to understand the kingdom of God has come, that the will of God may be done and performed on the earth, but there's men and women that God is raising up, going to raise up in this last day, and has already raised up in this last day and time. That's going to break poverty off of nations, poverty off of regions, poverty off of churches. But we've got to renew the spirit of our mind, and we've got to stop being satis- uh, satisfied with the status quo. And she made a statement. God is touching everything. 
she didn't use this terminology, what I'm about to say, but God has touched um, the economic structure globally. In 2008, we experienced a global collapse economically. It's God. And the reason God has done that, because really of the sins of the world, number one. And number two, to get the church in alignment, that the church will begin to live supernaturally. That when wealth comes, they got to come supernaturally. It's not going to, you and I will not make it dependent on the government, dependent on this system. We will not make it. But the God that created the heavens, created the earth, and everything that is in it, is in it, it belongs to him. That's our father. We confess it, we quote it, but we don't live it. We don't live it. You got, and I have to come to the place that when God put a demand upon you, you're natural. You cannot be afraid. You cannot be afraid. In order for you to experience supernatural increase, supernatural supply, you've got to come to the place that you're willing to give up everything. And you got to live. You got to live like it is God's and it's not yours. When that become a reality to you, that it is God's and it's not mine. Whatever you say, I say yes. Then that's when God is positioned. He is positioned to come down and to move exceedingly abundantly above all that you're able to ask or think. According to the power that has been activated and liberated on the inside of you. The power of the word, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of faith. Oh, let's begin to believe. God spoke something to me, I think, the beginning of this year. I think it was after I came up the 40-day fast. I think he spoke this word. He said, uh, you need to begin to dream again. Challenge the people to begin to dream again. That's one of the things that the Lord spoke to her. And and and, and what has happened because of um, the the challenges in this realm economically, and, and because of the, all the great trials you've gone through, the great testing testings that you've gone through. You have put the dream of God on the back burner. That's a sin. Oh, I've been there. Have you ever felt like a failure? I've been there. And I know what I said, felt like. You are not a failure. I am not a failure, but felt like a failure. Oh, I feel this presence of God on me now. I'm talking to you. Oh, he's encouraging somebody. That is listening at this time. You're not a failure. I don't care what has transpired. God is bigger than your mistakes. He's bigger than mine. My God, thank you, Jesus. He is the God of breakthrough. He is the God whose hand is not too short that he cannot save you. He has the power to lift you up out of the muck and the mire, the scripture says. 
the power to lift you up. You could be halfway to hell, but the hand of the Lord can snatch you out of the grips of hell. He can wash you up, clean you up, put a new garment on you, put a turban on your head, put a signet ring on your finger. Uh-huh. That when any man, woman, boy, girl, any demon see you, they know that you belong to royalty. You belong to royalty. You are royalty. You are a son of the Most High God. You are a daughter of the Most High God. In the season that we're living in, you better take it to the bank, and you better latch on to this right here and, and hear what the Lord is saying to you today in war, good warfare. God is getting ready to make the enemy give up and to release back into your life sevenfold all that is stolen. We heard a a, 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 a vision that God gave uh, Prophetess Jane Hammond, and she's apostle now. But seven people from different countries and different parts of this nation had the same identical vision. Listen to the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm imparting to you what's been parted to me. I'm sharing with you what's been shared with me. Can't be imparted to you, but I'm sharing with you what God has released. I receive impartation because I'm in relationship. <laughs> That's how it works. A vision of a lock, the kind of lock that you have, the three uh, uh, tumblers for 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 the. Uh, for the three numbers aligned for the lock unlock, saw this great vision and 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 as the, the numbers were spinning on one and it took a long time for the second one to line up, it took a while for the third to line up, but once it lined up, it it then the lock unlocked. It just flew open the lock, just flew open. Are you hearing the spirit of God? There's things been locked up for years. This is your season of unlocking. Go ahead and declare it now. This is my season for unlocking. Go ahead. Go ahead and start declaring it now. I command my spirit to be unlocked. I command my soul to be unlocked. I command my mind to be unlocked. I command my heart to be unlocked. I command my body to be unlocked. For years you've been struggling with sickness and disease. Ah, but it's an unlocking today of divine health uh, now being released in your body, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And it seemed like you don't want the doctor, the doctor, doctor, but nothing has happened. But this is your season. This is your day of unlocking. I decree and declare my finances is unlocked. Some of you businessmen and women that is listening to me, business deal after business deal has failed. You have been frustrated. You have been aggravated. You want to give up and quit, but you decree and declare today is the unlocking of my business. Uh, every deal that has failed uh, is being restored at this present time. 
Ah, because it was locked. That's why it could not work. But there's an unlocking over your business now. There's an unlocking over every transaction today. Unlocking. It is being unlocked now. Finances. God has promised you some some of you all finances. God has promised some of you all great and mighty things. You've been got frustrated and aggravated, seeing like nothing is working, nothing is happening. You've been paying your tithes. You've been giving your offerings. You've been giving first fruits and said, God, I've been loyal, you've been faithful. Your word, Lord God, has been spoken over my life. God, what is happening? What is going on? God said, open up your mouth. Speak over yourself. Speak over your finances. Speak over the word that has been spoken over your life. Command it to be unlocked now. Command it to be unlocked out of your mouth. I command my finances to be unlocked. I command my harvest to be unlocked. I command right now the increase in my life to be unlocked. I speak it. I decree it. I declare it to be so. Frustration in your relationships. Your marriage has been challenged for years. You frustrated your wife. Your wife frustrated with you. Seeing like there's no alignment. Seeing like nothing, nothing is clicking. But you speak out of your mouth. I command the unlocking. The men is there. I command the unlocking of my manhood. I command the unlocking of my position as a husband. I command the unlocking of my position as a father. Then I want every every lady that is married, every wife, every mother, to make this declaration. I command the unlocking of my position as a wife. I command the unlocking of my position as a, a mother. Go ahead and say it. Watch what the Spirit of the living God do out of your mouth, out of your mouth. Now, why, why the Lord is saying this out of your mouth, not the preacher, out of your mouth. In the Word of God, I think it was First Samuel 14, yes. After they came back and gave the evil report, the children of Israel began to mama grumble complaining, and they began to say it was better that we died in in Egypt than to come out here and die. They were complaining. Then God turns around and makes this declaration to Moses. He said, according, paraphrasing it, according to the word that came out of their mouth, I shall perform it. They're going to die right here. They will not go into Canaan. God is going to perform what comes out of your mouth. You got to open up your mouth and say, I command it to be unlocked. And God is going to perform what comes out of your mouth, evil or good. That's why life and death is in the power of the tongue. And some of you all listen to me, you need to repent and say, God, forgive me for, for releasing words of death on me, myself. Forgive me. I renounce and denounce every contrary word of heaven that's been released out of my mouth. I command those words to be eradicated and annihilated. I command them to die now. Go ahead and say that. Watch what God begins to do. The blood of the Lamb cleanses you. The blood of the Lamb washes you. The blood of the Lamb purges you from all unrighteousness. 
the blood of the Lamb restores you. Now begin to declare what God said. Now begin to unlock. Begin to unlock your lineage. Begin to unlock salvation to your extended family. Begin to unlock salvation in your community. Begin to unlock salvation in your church. Begin to unlock salvation in your assigned region. Man of God, woman of God. You make the declaration out of your mouth that this is your due season. This is your set time. You will be sustained. You will be kept. I unlock the spirit of sustaining. Then after the lock flew open, that you heard the Lord speak the next word, advancement. Now, be the second word, advancement. Unlock. That's three words. I think it was unlock, advance, and something else. No, the second word was alignment, then advance. Thank you. Alignment. Then advance. Now, since the lock has been opened, now is time to align. Align yourself with God. Align yourself with the Word of God. Align yourself with the prophetic word that's been spoken of your life. Align your heart. Align your mind. Align your thoughts. When everything is in alignment, like those three tumblers on a lock, when all three numbers in alignment, the door was open, but the Lord said, align, let everything come in alignment. And the third word was advancement. Now you're getting ready to advance. This is your season of advancement. This is your year of advancement. Don't don't wait for nobody to prophesy over you again. Don't wait for confirmation. You got your confirmation. Speak it out of your mouth. Release it in the earth. The heavens has already determined it. The heavens has already decreed it. The heavens has already declared it. You speak it out of your mouth. I'm al- I am aligning now. I am aligning as a husband. I am aligning as a father. I am aligning. I am aligning as a leader in the body of Christ. I am aligning as a businessman. I am aligning as a son to my father. I am aligning now. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead and begin to speak out of your own mouth that you are aligning. Be critical. Your marriage is in divine alignment. You 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 speak it, but you 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 don't know my husband. You don't know my wife. No no. God knows. I don't care about your husband. I don't care about your wife. They, they're not bigger than God. They're not better than God. And I don't care what they've done. They haven't done anything that God can't forgive them. Uh, thank God that we serve a God of mercy and grace. He is a covenant-keeping God that keeps a covenant of a thousand generations. So begin to speak it. I command, right now, I decree and declare, my marriage is divinely aligning now. 
What about our children that the enemy challenges from time to time? Begin to speak it out of your mouth. I decree and I declare my children is divinely aligning now. Why? The kingdom of God has come. For what reason? That the will of God will be done. Really? As it is in heaven, so shall it be in my marriage. As it is in heaven, so shall it be in my children's life. As it is in heaven, so shall it be in my physical body. As it is in heaven, so shall it be in my mind. As it is in heaven, so shall it be in my heart. As it is in heaven, so shall it be in my spirit. As it is in heaven, so shall my destiny be. As it is in heaven, so shall my purpose be. Go ahead and speak that. Every leader, every leader. As it is in heaven, so shall my church be. As it is in heaven, so shall my ministry be. Every businessman and woman, as it is in heaven, so shall my business be. In earth, as it is in heaven, alignment, alignment. We are aligning with heaven, and that is the purpose of the kingdom. The kingdom comes in us to line up us up with heaven, that the will of God will be done and performed on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom has been released. You and I, we're in kingdom alignment now. Our thoughts is in kingdom alignment. Our imaginations is in kingdom alignment. happening now. God is moving now. He's moving now. Do you believe it today, ladies and gentlemen? Everything that God's going to accomplish in your life and my life is going to be by faith. It's the invisible. It's not the visible. The visible has the power to change. The visible has the power to submit to the invisible. Go ahead and declare it. Will you believe God today? Will you trust him today? Will you believe that he's performing today? You've got to understand and ask God, the spirit of God in you, to help you to be delivered from a coward spirit. A coward spirit is that which loves to say the right thing, but never will step out. God constantly encouraged Joshua three times in in chapter 1. Be strong and be very courageous. Be of a good courage. Be strong and be very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. I command you today, under the sound of my voice, I command you today by the Spirit of God, I command you to be strong, and I command you to be very courageous. I command you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I command you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The door has been opened. The lock has been unlocked. You are divinely aligned. What's been spoken out of your mouth, God shall perform it. And the key to that, really what comes out of your mouth in the midst of great challenges, that's 
what's really going to be before They begin to complain and mumber that they had it better in Egypt, wish they had a die in Egypt. That's according to your word. I'm going to perform it. I want to apologize. Phone dropped. We own this role. Shared that with you in the early part of the broadcast. Well, thank God that it it, it got gracious to be able to share the majority of the program. We got about three minutes left. But once again, God has spoken over your life. I'm gonna say God is ready to perform what you speak over your life. Even as God performed what came out of the children of Israel's mouth in the, in the time of testing, it really wasn't a time of test. Well, where it was testing, and they failed to test. But they said they, they wish they would have died, and God said, well, you would die. I will perform what come out of your mouth. What is coming out of your mouth in the time of testing? What are you speaking in the time of testing? One thing I have learned as a young man, Years ago, before I got married, my early years of ministry, when hell broke loose against me, I didn't understand it. I got very quiet. I didn't communicate with people. I didn't talk with people. Because that's the time the wrong thing is going to come out of your mouth. That is the time that you're setting yourself up for a fall because you're going to start speaking out of your emotions and you're going to speak out of your feelings and you will not speak by the Spirit of God nor the word of God. Because when God has you in a situation like that and you bombard it in your mind, why would you speak? So this is the time that you have to be quiet and learn how to allow the spirit of the living God to work with you, give you clarity what is going on, when to speak and when not to speak. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our time is up. I pray that you uh, receive something from this broadcast. We pray that you will... Uh, uh, call your family and friends to be with us on Monday and Tuesday night at 6 to 7, if you will. We just changed up uh, our schedule at 6 p.m. 6 to 7 on Monday and Tuesdays. Wednesdays, uh, you will be receiving a cat and myself with the Master Key, the Order of Kingdom Relationships. And on Thursdays, you will be with the Woman of God, Kingdom Women Living for the King. Now, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, we really look forward to being with you. Go ahead and write those prayer requests in. Go to ejmpcc.com. We have a, a, a prayer request uh, form. Fill that out, and we'll begin to pray war and battle for you and looking for speaking uh, prophetic into your life. Well, my time is up. God bless you. Look forward to being with you on, to, uh, on the phone tomorrow. Tell somebody uh, about the uh, prayer and prophetic line on tomorrow. Do that for us, if you will. We want to be a blessing to you. This is what the gift of God for is for you. It's not for us. It's for you. Until tomorrow. This has been Dr. E.J. McKenzie.